Hi, I'm Terrell Turner, the host of the Business Talk Library, and today I have another great business owner. Yeah. I always love having business owners on from North Carolina because, you know, maybe I'm just partial because I live in North Carolina. I grew up in the Carolinas, so it's always great to have other great business owners on. But, you know, when you talk about a business in the construction space, it's a space that people understand that construction happens, but most people don't really understand the business of construction. So I'm super excited to have Jimmy Dillahunt on to talk about his business, what his journey's been like. So welcome to the show, Jimmy. Hey, hey, thanks, Terrell, for having me. Absolutely, absolutely. My pleasure. Glad to have you on. So, you know, before we jump into the details and talking about, you know, your business and construction, you know, what was your background before launching this business? Well, that's, that's a good question, Terrell. Um, you know, my background... Um, my family, it's funny, um, it's, a, it, it's been a journey. My, uh, my family was in the construction business for a very long time, uh, still are. Um, this, you know, I even went to school for it uh, over at East Carolina University, um, you know, work construction, uh, you know, growing up as a kid and uh, just, you know, just really developed the love for it. And I, you know, I thoroughly enjoy it. I love working with people love being able to make a, you know, an impact in the community also. So, um, you know, I've, I've done it on a, you know, on a, on a, on the small scale and I've done it on a large scale, been, uh, been very, very fortunate, uh, you know, during my tenure in this business to meet people, you know, to meet people from, you know, from different walks of life. Awesome. You know, that brings up a very interesting point. I, I mean, with, you know, being that your family was in the industry, you know, when you were coming up, like, were there ever any points where you had some apprehension to say, you know, nah, I just want to do my own thing. Yeah. Yeah. I, um, you know, my, uh, my dad is, uh, he's old school. He, um, you know, Saturday morning, you know, like, uh, you know, a lot of kids are, you know, watching, you know, watching Saturday morning cartoons and kind of, you know, kind of chilling out. And, uh, you know, my dad said, no, no, we're going to work. <laughs> And I'm like, you know, I want to watch cartoons. And he said, no, I'm going to teach you a trade. So, you know, a couple of times on some Saturday mornings, I was like, man, I, you know, I don't ever want to, you know, I don't, I don't ever want to see this stuff again. <laughs> I want to be, you know, I want to be a kid, but, you know, I look back on it now and I uh, really, you know, I really appreciate it. Awesome. Awesome. So, you know, I'm always curious that, you know, when you go that journey of like say, working in construction, you know, do most people go the route of developing kind of, you know, the craft or working in a specific area within construction and then just gradually learn the other parts of the business? Or do they go in with the intention of my, my goal is to figure out how to run the entire business? You know, what? that's, that's another excellent question. Um, I would, you know, I would answer it, I think, depending on, you know, what track someone, uh, you know, someone decides to go. Some people love being outdoors. They love being in the field and they kind of head down a more, you know, a, a more operational type of role. And then there's some people that, you know, they don't want to be out in the elements, you know, going through, you know, fall, winter, you know, the seasons. And, uh, and they're more of, you know, going down the, you know, the executive business track. <laughs> So I, I think it, you know, I think it depends in my opinion, I think in order to be successful at either, you really need to be familiar with, you know, with both, 
you know, if, if you're going down the executive route, uh, you might want to know what, you know, what you're presiding over and managing, you know, and it helps when you've got a little bit of field experience or, you know, or if you're going to go into, or if you're going to go into the, you know, to the craft, well, you really want to understand, you know, the numbers and what the guys, you know, you know, what the guys on the executive end are going to be looking at. So I, you know, I think, you know, I think having, you know, having your, you know, getting your feet wet in both just helps make you better at either being an executive or in a, on an operational end of things. Gotcha. So for your personal journey, I mean, at what point did you start to, like I said, transition from, like I said, doing and learning the trade to starting to learn the business side of construction? Well, that's, uh, you know, it's interesting. Um, they didn't pay attention to labor laws that much when uh, when I got started. <laughs> so I uh, I ended up uh, ended up on a job site, you know, several years. I started with a broom and a shovel, graduated to a hammer, um, you know, then graduated to power tools and uh, started doing some things along the, you know, the heavy equipment line of things, you know, operating. And, um, you know, eventually, um, you know, eventually I kind of earned my, you know, earned my way into, you know, to a lead man position. And it, you know, it, it, uh, it progressed, you know, it progressed from, uh, you know, from a lead man to a foreman, to a superintendent, to a project manager. So, I kind of went through, I went through all of the progressions to kind of get to, you know, to kind of get to an, you know, to, uh, to the position I'm in now. And uh, I, I really think you find, you really find a lot of your best managers when they've had, you know, some time in the roles that they ultimately would be managing. And I can say, you know, there's not, there's not very many roles that I haven't had the, uh, the fortunate opportunity or depending on what time of the year it may have been unfortunate because like today it's 93 degrees and, you know, you know, those guys putting in asphalt and doing concrete. I mean, when you've been out there yourself and it's, you know, it's hot. I mean, you, um, you, you know, it, it makes you, uh, makes you appreciate some of the, uh, some of the days that, you know, like today um, I'm indoors behind a laptop and, uh, you know, and, um, you know, and, and, uh, you know, kind of managing it more, more or less of, you know, having my hands in, you know, in the weeds of it still do that when I need to, but just not as often. Awesome. Awesome. So and now can you give us an idea of like the size of your size of your construction company? Like where you guys work on construction projects? Are you statewide, regional, national, international? You know what? Um, you know, we, we we're uh, we're domiciled out of North and South Carolina, but we actually work. Uh, we, you know, we're licensed. We work in Virginia. Um, you know, we hold an unclassified, unlimited license in North Carolina. We're also, um, you know, we also have an office in South Carolina, and uh, we also do work in Georgia. And we've actually been as far as you know California to to do work also. Awesome. Awesome. So what was it like, you know, on the business side of just having to learn, hey, the rules that apply in North Carolina versus Virginia versus Georgia, then you go all the way out to California. Did you find similarities or did you you get into that realizing like, oh, we didn't we don't do that in North Carolina? (laughs) 
You know what? That's that's a great question. Um, I think uh, you know the. It was the first time it was a, you know, it wasn't, it was, it was, um, it was a learning process. Then the second time we said, you know what, we need to make sure before we get somewhere, if we know we're going to be working somewhere that we're not used to, let's, uh, you know, let's find a local, uh, you know, you know, a local relationship that we can leverage to try to make, um, you know, working in a different area than we're familiar, you know, familiar with you know, let's try to, you know, let's try to kind of partner with someone to make it a little bit easier. And so far, knock on wood, that's been, that's been very successful for us. You know, I always find that to be an interesting thing. I mean, when you start expanding, because even for, for myself, as I, you know, as a, as a CPA, we do accounting, bookkeeping, and CFO services. And, you know, when people start reaching out, like, oh, you can expand your business here. And I'm like, well, I got to make sure I understand the rules there. <laughs> yep. Yep. Yeah. Cause every, everywhere you go is, you know, is completely different. Um, you know, one of, one of the things I learned in California and our insurance company taught us is when you get into, you know, California, um, you know, our insurer said, you know, well, you know, we don't write California and we literally had to go out and get a separate policy and we didn't think about it at the time, but, California is very unionized and, you know, some insurers will and won't write, you know, they will and they won't write in California and that's, you know, stuff like that. We kind of developed a little checklist to make sure if we're going into a new area, you know, we just kind of make sure we check, you know, check the boxes because um, when you've got some good clients that want you to travel with them, um, you know, God knows where you're going to end up. Uh, I mean, I mean, like I said, we've worked in West Virginia, Virginia, North Carolina, South Carolina, Georgia, Arkansas, California, uh, Kentucky, Arizona. I mean, we've, I mean, we've, you know, we've, you know, we've, uh, we, we've gotten around a little bit. Wow. You guys have been pretty busy. <laughs> Yes, yes. It's, um, you, you know, it's, it's been, um, you know, it's been good through the, uh, you know, through the ups and downs and, you know, the uh, pandemics and, you know, all, all of that, uh, all of that good stuff. So it's, um, it's been a journey. Mm -hmm. And now speaking of the pandemic, I mean, when it comes down to construction, one of the things that, you know, I've seen here in Charlotte to where, you know, my wife and I used to work in downtown Charlotte and there had been like months since we, we had been down there. We, we drove down there. We were like, wow, where did that come from? Where did that come from? Did you find you guys, you know, that you guys were still, you know, cranking through projects and work during the pandemic or did things kind of slow down for you guys? You know what? Uh, I would say we had a little hiccup through the pandemic, but it, it wasn't like, um, you know, some of the, uh, some of the good people that work in like the restaurant industry, um, you know, my heart really went out to the, uh, to the restaurant industry during COVID because I mean, a, a lot of the restrictions made it, um, a lot of the restrictions made it really tough on restaurants. And, um, you know, I, I think a lot of those guys had to get creative and I, I really tipped my hat, I, I you know, I tipped my hat to the DoorDashes and the, you know, the uh, Uber Eats of the world, because I think that's what really pulled a lot of these restaurants through the, uh, through the pandemic. Um, so I think some of them never did take out and all of a sudden we get a pandemic and, you know, you learn to figure out what it takes to survive. Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I, I think that that is a very interesting thing that we've definitely seen across the board. And, and it brings me to, you know, my next question is, as you kind of navigated that, what was it like, you know, in your position of, you know, keeping your team motivated, keeping them energized as you kind of work through what, whatever the ups and downs may be in the business? You know, you know that's a that's a that's a, a really interesting question. Um, it was um, it was different because you know, you know you have the you know the economy which is kind of up and down. You know you have uh, you know you have your booms and then you have your recessions. COVID was uh, COVID was a little bit unusual because there was so much uncertainty about it because no one had um, no one had ever seen anything like COVID. Um, you know, you know, the, the team knew we had a, a fair amount of work that we had ongoing and coming up in the future. And, and really, um, you know, really all, you know, our guys have a, you know, have a tight bond with one another. Um, you know, they ask about one another's family. And I think the bond that they have and, you know, seeing the company's commitment to them is really what, uh, you know, is really what successfully got us through, you know, through COVID, um, you know, fairly, uh, you know, in fairly good shape. Awesome. That, you know, that is an amazing thing that I, I've, I've heard about, like, just as people progress into from being a tradesman of they do their craft to then running the business to then having to manage the people aspect and then all of the, you know, all the non, I guess you say non-direct business impacts that you now have to consider and said, being able to keep your people motivated, keep them informed, keep them engaged, you know, you know, have there been any things that's really helped you kind of make that transition as a leader in your business and learn and grow as a leader? You know what? Um, sure. Because I, the guys know, you know, my background, they know I've been in the trenches. I've gotten my hands dirty. I still, you know, still get my hands dirty. You know, if we're shorthanded guys, um, I don't mind rolling up my sleeves and, you know, and getting out in the field, you know, with the guys to, uh, to make sure that we, you know, that we meet our obligations to our clients. And the guys really, uh, the guys really respect that, you know, it makes, you know, it, it makes them work harder when they see, Hey, you know, the boss is, you know, the boss is out here and he's, he's doing it too. So, you know, why, you know, you know, we need to, we need to step it up. We're not going to have this old guy outwork me. <laughs> <laughs> gotcha, gotcha. So now speaking of the, the awesome things that your, you know, your construction company is doing, you know, if people want to keep an eye to see, Hey, what's the latest projects you guys been doing or what you guys are up to, where can they find you guys online or on social media? You know what? Um, you know we've uh, we, we've got a uh, we've got a Facebook page that uh, that stays you know fairly active. Um, it shows um, you know kind of shows some of the things that the company you know has, can do, whether it's demolition, whether it's site work, whether it's underground utilities, uh, commercial buildings. That's one of the things that you know that has made us uh, you know that's made us successful is you know being uh, you know being versatile. Um, you know, we, you know, we, uh, we've got a lot of our guys that are multifaceted, which, you know, which allows them to wear a couple different hats, depending on what we're doing. And, uh, you know, it's, um, it's good, you know, it's good to have your hands in, in a couple of pots and be able to, you know, to pivot because if the, you know, if you run into a, something like a COVID and, um, you know, and you're, you know, limited to one thing and you have to learn something else, 
you don't want that to be out of necessity. You'd rather have it be organic. Mm-hmm. Awesome. I love it. I love it. And then when they're going on, um, you know, social media, what do they search for to be able to find you guys? Uh, I want to say if you put in uh, like construction, um, underground utilities, Raleigh, you know, Raleigh construction companies, I think, um, I think, you know, I think you can pull us, you know, pull us up there and, you know, uh, some of the guys on the team and some of our capabilities are, are pretty well demonstrated on, uh, on our Facebook page. And we've also got a page on LinkedIn that, um, you know, a homepage on LinkedIn that really shows, um, you know, shows some of our capabilities. We've actually got, um, you know, we should be launching our website here fairly soon too, as well. Awesome. Awesome. I love to hear that. So before we wrap up, you know, one question that I always like to ask every guest that comes on, I mean, as you've kind of navigated from, you know, where you've been in your journey and you navigate where you are now and, and looking forward, what's two lessons that you've kind of learned that you would share with other business owners? Um, you know what, if, if I had to share a less, you know, an important lesson with, with, uh, with, with, um, you know, two lessons with the business owner lesson one, I would say, um, be, you know, be, um, you know, be cautious who you, you know, who you work for. Um, sometimes not everyone is invested in, you know, in the success of each other. Because when you're invested in the success of each other, an owner and a contractor, normally you end up with a successful project. Mm-hmm. And, and making sure that you know who you're going to be working for is extremely important because one situation could all of a sudden, you know, cause you to spend time away from your business or cause you a monetary loss that you know, that it may take you two or three years to recover from. And sometimes, you know, I tell people, I said, sometimes the best job is the one you didn't take. And, you know, a lot of, you know, that's resonated with a lot of people because I've had people, you know, I've told that to people and they say, Jimmy, you know what, I, I decided to pass on a job and, you know, you know, just keeping an eye on it or a year later, they said, I heard it was a nightmare. And they said, I'm glad you told me that. And, um, if I had to say, you know, two, um, you know, two, I, I would say, um, you know, make, make sure you keep an open mind, um, you know, allow people around you to be creative just because something hasn't been done before. Doesn't mean it can't be done. That means no one's done it yet. And if you allow the people that you surround yourself with and empower them, you know, to be creative, um, you know, you can come up with some really neat ideas and, uh, you know, be a leader in your, you know, in, in your field and kind of, you know, kind of set the, um, you know, set the standard for innovation and new techniques, which is, you know, kind of always ongoing. Awesome. I absolutely love it. Well, Jimmy, thank you so much for coming on the show. Um, thank you for having play. me. Thank you for tuning in to the Business Talk Library. If you like our content, be sure to follow us on social media. And if you want to see more of our exclusive content, you can subscribe and become a member on patreon.com forward slash 
Business Talk Library. Hey, the Business Talk Library is the place where business makes sense.